whether you eat or drink. Whatever you do. 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 Or whatever you do. Do all to the glory of God. Welcome to Whatever You Do. I'm Danny. And I'm Abby. We're just best friends trying to figure out how to bring glory to God in whatever you do. Hello. Hola. Welcome back. Remember when we used to argue about how we would start these podcast episodes and I always wanted to say welcome back and you always wanted to do something different? I still do something different. I know, you do. (laughs) How does it feel for you to not say welcome back every time? Mm, I just roll with it. I mean, you could say welcome back. I could, but I feel like you made a big stink about it, so I don't. Well... It's your choice. We were going to do every other one. Yep. We quit on that. Yeah. We're professionals now, 52 episodes in. So, it is another Friday night. It is a more sad Friday night to me because (sighs) Tim's parents are supposed to have gotten here today for a visit. They're supposed to be sleeping in the very spots we're sitting. Yes. And they canceled their flights because of the corona. Lockdown. So. They're in a shelter in place district. They still could have come, technically, but yes. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it's not like. Anyway. So, I'm trying to not be sad about it, but I'm sad about it. And. Hey, Steve. Hey, Kim. Yeah, we love you guys. Yeah. Stay safe over there. Come down soon. Um, yeah, that is sad. But moving on. <laughs> uh, let's see. My baby just turned 11 weeks old. Mm-hmm. Your baby's almost nine weeks old. Yep. And it feels like it went by pretty fast. Yeah, I feel like we're in, I was going to say a good groove, but... We're in some sort of a groove. We're we're grooving. (laughs) It's just sometimes grooving and crying and sometimes... and grooving and... We're... I feel like I wake up each day. Really optimistic. And I think... Today's a new day. This is the day the Lord has made and I just feeling great. And then... (laughs) It just is a very slow fade into Ruben's fussy time, which has been growing to be a larger amount of time lately. This week has been especially rough for him. So then it just feels like, oh, dear, no. Afternoon and evenings are just... But praise the Lord that his nights have not been... Yes. Too horrific. His nights have definitely gotten Which better. Which could have put a whole... Yes. Much. If I wasn't sleeping at all either... This would be a different podcast. This would be like a talk me off the ledge Intervention. type of... Yeah. And I feel like considering I'm still getting things done and getting school done and I, I feel like it's fine. It just... There's definitely moments... Today, like this morning when I woke up and was feeling great, I was reading in Second Corinthians on like your power, the talk where Paul talks about like your power is made perfect in our weakness. And he talks about that after he had talked about the thorn in his flesh and right. how he like asked God to take that away. But instead, God used it to like keep him humble and that and I'm like reading all of this as like a yeah, God is going to. Give me the strength I need for this wonderful day. But then every time something would happen throughout my day today, I'm like, okay, this is the moment. So I'm not going to scream. I'm not going to like yell at you right now for <laughs> for literally holding your plate of taco meat by the sink and just <laughs> dropping it on the floor. Oh. Like, and I'm, and it drops to the floor. And it just felt like all those little moments that I would already felt at like max capacity. Where you want to be like, what the heck are you doing? Are you doing? Instead, I Two just, hands! Instead, I just laughed and made the kid cry. Well, <laughs> but you can guess what kid that was. It's not hard with some of your children. Yeah, one There's in particular. One in particular, but. Yeah. 
a couple of them. Maybe not. I feel like there's one in particular that you can do that too. I feel like there's a few of them that if a stranger or yeah. even me, I'm not really a stranger, but even if I laugh, there's still the more sensitive, but then there's yeah. a few that would be like, yeah. Yep. They wouldn't start laughing with me. Yeah. Oh dear. Well, it is, I don't even know where in the whole coronavirus we're supposed to be at. I don't know either. We just we don't really stay know. home and do our life. Except for when we don't. But we still mostly... Mostly... Mostly stay home, mostly do our life. We, yeah, we do our life. We just occasionally leave when other people might not, but it's yes. still just... I've been to the grocery store more this week than I ever have, but that's only because the darn pickups are too busy. <laughs> I'm forced to have to go Everybody's in the store. Everybody's picking up food. I have to actually go in a store and pick out my well, own. Well, and I feel like all the deliveries and pickups can't stay consistent with what they actually have in stock or don't. And so right. some of those harder items yeah. to try to know, like... Like Instacart right rice now. Rice and potatoes. You can't even put in an order to be delivered until, like, a week from now. Oh. It's not very Instacart. Good job, Instacart. It's a weekly cart. So, yeah, it is... Some of us were already trying to be on that bandwagon of not doing much. It's forcing us out of our... I know. Holes. Yep. So, my kids got pen pals. Oh, that's exciting. So, they we spent this morning working on talking about... Letters and writing. I think them. my kids have some pen pals. They do. Grayson told me that. I just don't know. <laughs> Grayson told me that one of your. I actually. Yeah, I think I know who they are. I'm not. I shouldn't say I don't know. I just mean I had, literally zero participation in the process mm. at all. It was like, I think Kenzie got a letter from one of them. I think they actually maybe are pen pals with two different families. Okay. But it all stems from, like, Kenzie and the oldest. The, mm-hmm. Each of their oldest in their family are also girls Kenzie's age. So I think they started it out, and that's how they got each other, like, each yeah. other's addresses from. And then they've just shared them with younger siblings. And so, I don't know. Let them do what they want. Yeah. Stop charging them for stamps. I felt too bad. Like, they're going. Can you charge them for stamps? Chip was for a while because they were wanting to write to, like, like, they wanted to submit something to, like, Kiwi Crates, like, Mm. different things that were, like... Not necessary, When you have, like, seven kids wanting to fill out their own thing, and it's, like, you're probably not even gonna... Mm -hmm. This means nothing, really. Yeah. It felt like we're not gonna just keep... Yeah. So he had implemented a rule of, like, if you want to send things, you're going to have to, it like, cost money to send them, so you're going to have to pay us. Those but. people who mooch stamps on others. <laughs> I never have stamps. And today I realized when we needed to send two pen pal letters. <laughs> oh, no. I'm not going to the store just for stamps. Good thing Danny lives next door. I always buy them at Costco, so. You always have a ton of them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've ever told you. Sorry, babe. I'm making fun of my husband. Have <laughs> I ever told you about Chip's stamp fiasco early on in our marriage? No. Do tell. We had, so this was way back before they had forever stamps. And you Oh, know, I think I might know. I think you remember? Uh-huh. I think I, I have to have told you this before. <laughs> so you would have like 37 cent stamps, but then the postage rate would go up to like 39 cents. Right. So if you still had 37 cent stamps, you needed like a two cent stamp to go with it mm-hmm. so you could use it. So I had sent Chip to the post office with a couple of things to mail and asked him to also get some two cent stamps. I didn't really clarify how many two cent stamps to get. So he comes home. And I'm, I may be getting this wrong, but I don't think I am. I, like, asked him how many stamps he got, and he, he said $5. <laughs> <laughs> I 
you think about the math. Yes, uh-huh. One dollar of two cent stamps would be 50 stamps. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure he got, like, 252 cent stamps. Wow. So then did you just, like, put multiple two cent stamps on packages? We still have a lot of two cent stamps. Why don't you just, like, put enough on to be, like, one stamp? We did that for some... We did that on some things. But, I mean, it just (laughs) just looks... (laughs) I don't know. Wow. So... If you ever need two cent stamps, just think it through before you... But why would someone ever need them now? You wouldn't. Okay. Only if you still have... I mean, technically, we still have some of the stamps that aren't forever stamps. Oh. Because I feel like we also get lazy and just buy... New stamps. That are, like, the right... Yeah. ...cost or the forever stamps. Yeah. So, yeah. That was... Maybe it was a little less than that, but it wasn't a lot less than that. We had a lot of two cent stamps. <sighs> Have you ever collected stamps? <laughs> no. I did. <laughs> Great. <laughs> so I thought of something we could talk about. Completely. What? Not my stamp collection. Not, no, I'm moving on from your stamp collection. You're welcome, listeners. Um was going to ask you. Maybe we've talked about this. We I don't, don't know. know. Sorry, guys. If we have, but it's this just... This is our life. You want to listen to what we talk about? We repeat things in yeah, real life. I've heard that stamp story four times. I'm <laughs> just kidding. I haven't. Um, but I maybe we've talked about this. Maybe we haven't. If we have, I'm sorry. I'm just thinking about what's in my life, on my mind right now, lately. And I was going to say we should talk about... Sabbaths slash Sabbath dinner slash what do we do? Like, what does our Sabbath look like? What do we do on when do we celebrate it? What, how has that evolved over the years? Great. Go ahead. (laughs) I feel very like I'm still waiting on Chip to figure some of this out, so. Well, we don't have to go into super in-depth, but I feel like growing up... Okay, not growing up. After I became a Christian, um... (laughs) Okay. (laughs) After I became a Christian, Sabbath was kind of not even... Keep the Sabbath holy commandment was kind of just assumed you go to church. Okay. Like, that felt like the extent of what that meant. Okay. But even that was kind of like, if you feel like it. Like, it, there, I don't feel like there was much teaching or understanding on, like, what that looked like. See, and I grew up in a totally different place. How um, did you grow up? Church was, like, you only miss church if you have a fever or are throwing up. Mm-hmm. Like, actively really sick. Um, I don't even remember missing church on any vacations we ever took. Um, like you would go find a church where you were? Yeah. I mean, okay. typically we were visiting family. We didn't do a lot of other vacations besides like where okay. we would be with family or friends or someone that we could go to church with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and... We also, it was like a day that it was very common for my parents to take naps and they wanted us to rest and we were not. I mean, I can, it was very few times that we would ever get to do anything else besides go to church. As far as Mm -hmm. if a friend invited us over, there were a few times that they might let us go to a friend's house. From church, because we had morning church and then evening service. Oh, okay. So we would go to church, and then occasionally they might let us go to another family's house in between that time and come back to church, but that was pretty rare. And then, but we would never have done any sports that were on Saturday or Sundays. We would have never mm-hmm. done any birthday parties on a Sunday. Um, were you ever, as a kid, resentful over that? 
No. Or annoyed by it? I mean, or... I would say maybe in junior high there were some times where I was like, ugh, like, my friends get to do these things and I still don't. And yeah. my parents were really strict about this, but I feel like it wasn't too far into high school that I probably started to recognize the, um, like, the, I, I don't know. Value of it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That it was, I could start to see why my parents had been in that mindset and I, I thought it was a good thing. Um, so, and I think, I think Chip grew up similarly, but he, I don't know if, how much it was discussed about not doing other things on Sundays. I'm not sure how they handled that, if they were as mm-hmm. um, strict about it. But I think they probably kept it mostly to, mm-hmm. like, family things. and Yeah. Um, so, from that standpoint, we've always kind of had the, been on the same page about keeping the Lord's Day you know, set apart. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Sabbath, the idea of Sabbath, and one of the things I'm st- still confused about and go back and forth on is, and you hear arguments from both sides of things, and they make sense, are w- why would it have been on the last, the last day of the week is in line with creation mm-hmm. order and but then it changed to the first day of the week when mm-hmm. Jesus rose. It was the Lord's day. But there's still something in me that kind of feels like, well, they're different, though. Like, one is the Sabbath and one is the Lord's day. But I feel like we've definitely turned the Lord's day into, like, what we're keeping holy as a Sabbath. Mm-hmm. So that part to me is difficult. And when you're, I don't know doing these things with other people especially yeah it gets a little dicey as to I don't know yeah not making a lot of sense because I'm still very unclear about it so um but it also is one of those things that we fully acknowledge are is not like a salvation issue and isn't Right, but it still is a part of God's law, and it is yes. biblical. And it's important. So it, it's But it's what it looks like to, isn't... Right. It's one of those hard things, because it's like, on one hand, you can say what it looks like doesn't matter, but on the other hand, it does matter. Well, it does matter. It's just not. It isn't not. laid out in black and white right. how we're supposed to do it, but right. it does matter. Yes. Like and it's not how we do for it. our salvation. It doesn't... Right. Matter for our salvation. But it is one of those things that I don't think gets talked about much or thought about much. At least it didn't when I Yeah, was... I think. And I think that's very true. I felt... I didn't feel resentful growing up, but I definitely felt like we were not The norm. Mm-hmm. Even, like, it wasn't like that was how... I, I feel like of... one of the reasons in that is that as soon as you start talking about or thinking about... What is the Sabbath and how do you, how do you have this like set apart day? It can be easily perceived that you are just being um, you're just putting restrictions. Yes, and... that you're being and that you're. What is the word I'm thinking of? Um, I can't think of the word. But that you're yes, you're being overly like restrictive and that you're only focusing on legalistic. legalistic. Yes, thank okay. you. Ah. I'm like, I I'm was not, like, judicial? I know judicial is <laughs> not the word. I'm like, I feel like she could be going a couple different directions with this. Sorry. So. No. I kept okay. wanting judicial is all that was popping in my okay. head, and I knew that. Legalistic. That you're being too legalistic if you even care about the Sabbath. Right. But that is not true. But because it's not laid out for us exactly what it looks like, that you're supposed to wake up at 8 a.m. and you're supposed to do, like, it can, anytime you're trying to figure out what it should look like for your family, it can be confusing because you do want to hear examples from other families but just because one family does it this way to another family does it another way doesn't mean it's wrong right i think it is important though to acknowledge that it is important (laughs) that it is important to have a set apart day and right 
So we've just struggled with whether or not we should be trying to set that apart on the Sabbath of, like, Saturday. Yeah. And still gathering with the church body and celebrating the Lord's Day on the Lord's Day. Mm -hmm. But using the any other time of that day to kind of be more of a normal day, mm-hmm. not like the day of resting and yeah. or whether because the Lord's day is the day we gather as the church, is that supposed to be the day of rest as well? And that's where, I mean, at this point, that's what we do. But also chip works like every other Sunday, which even that is hard for me to know. I feel like we both feel like we don't like that he works on Sundays, but we haven't had a strong enough conviction that he should say Refuse. that he yeah. won't. Um, although when he did start taking B calls last year for the first time, we did talk ahead of time about how he would not take he would not take more work no like going into a new thing that Mm -hmm. he would tell them up front like I won't do Sunday jobs Mm -hmm. and right after all of that maybe the second week he was doing it they called him anyway on a Sunday Mm -hmm. and asked if he wanted to do the job and it was Oh, it was, like, definitely felt like this major, mm-hmm. like... Because that was when he was first getting into it, and he was just really wanting B-calls also. Yes. Yeah, exactly. He was excited not knowing how many he would even get, and he also wanted them to know that he was... Mm-hmm. You know, you kind of feel like if they call you and you say no to one... Yeah. Like, are they going to put me further down on the list and not call me mm-hmm. next time and think I don't really care? And Yeah. So, but it definitely felt like a kind of a a testing of yeah. You've said you're not gonna do this. Like, are you really not going to? So, um, yeah. From that standpoint, I have zero answers for whoever might be listening to this. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have answers to that either. But we have seeing the gift of we've really been encouraged to think about this even more from friends but then also I feel like um, our friends gave Melissa challenged us on it the most for the longest amount of time I mean we've talked over these types of things with them for several years um, and then the Ladies on what have you. We won't name names there. <laughs> um, no, Douglas Wilson's daughters have really thrown new ideas and um, mm-hmm. ways of sharing their perspective and how to view, you know, what they grew up with learning of how to what the viewpoint should be. And And I love when they talk about the, like, it's work. You have to work to not to do a Sabbath. Like, you have to be able to, like, have your whole day or your whole week, I mean, like, planned in to be able to work ahead so that you can have that day. And it's not that you just have nothing to do that day. You have to, like, intentionally let things just be right which like is really that hard. yes it, it takes a lot of like especially when you do work the rest of the time yes because when you work to prepare but then you're like oh, there's and then there's this and i could actually spend the next three hours doing all this to get ahead for my week and be in a better place and all, every week that i do that it never ends up feeling worth it. It right. always ends up feeling like it was... Half the time you don't even get the stuff done and it right. causes tension. There's been stress. times, though, that I've been like, oh, we need, we've had so much going on that we need to not rest this day. And we need to, like, keep getting these things that are, like, time-sensitive done. 
but it's never felt like it's paid off. And But the times that we see things that could be done and we choose to not do them and choose to like bust out a board game with our kids, I just feel like that has just brought such a different piece to our family mm-hmm. that then plowing through and marking things off. I'm a very uh, to-do list oriented person and not a like... Not a just sit around hanging out. I like to hang out with people. I like, I'm more extroverted, but I'm very much like an efficient, I want to get things done. Or if she's sitting around hanging out, it's because she's procrastinating on the to-do list that needs to be done. That's true. But I'm very much... It's like when you know that you have this list that you're supposed to be doing, then it kind of feels like... I'll get around to that soon. I'm not saying all the time. I'm, I'm definitely not a super. When, when there's like this free time feeling like yeah. free time and it feels like this stuff isn't planned and it feels yeah. somehow more tempting to like be like, yes. oh, I feel really. But if I were to choose about. between like playing a board game with my kids and like getting ahead of laundry, I would probably want to choose to get ahead of laundry yeah. because it just feels, I'm practical, I'm efficient. I agree with that. So it sometimes takes everything in me on a Sunday to just not do anything and to like play games with my kids or read with my kids or something like that. Um, but I feel like in implementing our new schedule in the last month, new for this season, that's it's helped to just plan ahead and look ahead and how do you handle the inevitable work that there still is so mostly I would say that revolves around food Mm -hmm. on a Sunday Um, I think you usually try to have enough leftovers to leftovers is our lunch every Sunday for the most part dinner and you make me dinner. So that takes care of that. Mm-hmm. Breakfast is Tim Daddy's special. Mm-hmm. So whatever Tim feels like, sometimes it's Swedish pancakes. Sometimes So it's like a special breakfast that isn't, that right. still requires us to cook and have dishes. But it feels kind of like our Sabbath dinner does, like more special and like set apart than we're not just going to have pancakes on a random Tuesday, you know? Right. right. And so it still feels like. It's different, and then... And it's in celebration. Yes, and it's a very, like... You know, God's goodness, and... It's usually later, a later breakfast than we normally have, and it's just kind of more low-key type of thing. Mm -hmm. We don't do... Like, we'll clean up the dishes from that, but that's pretty much the extent of, like, chores we'll do besides, like, getting ready for church. Mm -hmm. And the last month or so, we've been implementing Sex Talk Sunday, where we've been doing our sex education, biblical study with our kids um, on Sundays. And that has felt like it just fits really well into a Sunday. Yeah. So that's also something that... Probably the thing I've been trying to wrestle with and and have felt some amount of conviction on and I'm trying to implement more is that it's been it's always really easy to on those Sundays that Chip is home with us to treat it more like a restful Sabbath Mm -hmm. day Mm -hmm. it's a little bit harder when he's working yeah I'm sure um and I've tried to really try to keep uh, the mindset that we have, like, every Sunday. Um, like, keep it consistent every Sunday instead of it being kind of back and forth. I feel like for a while it felt... Not that I would, like... Not that it felt like a normal day, but... Um, I guess more that I just wasn't always super intentional with time I feel like we'd kind of take it as a day off because um the kids wouldn't be doing any of their schoolwork and Mm -hmm. but it turned easily into like well I just want to sleep in Chip already left for work 
and like letting the kids play Kindles or watching a couple of movies or things that just weren't trying to figure out like what does it mean to be restful on the Sabbath without mm-hmm. like wasting the time though like mm-hmm. um, and it's a lot easier when you have two adults at home oh yeah I feel like you can kind of trade off on the small amount of work that does need to be mm-hmm. done yeah I mean and I don't always feel like that's the case sometimes sometimes ships playing games with the kids more and I'm working on the things that need to be done more but the reality is there's still someone there to be like playing games with the kids Mm -hmm. but if I'm just trying to get food stuff done Mm -hmm. and kids bathed and things like that but I feel like lately last little while you've done a really awesome job of like trying to prep the Sunday dinner stuff ahead of time that's been the goal and to the point that like I feel like, especially the last week or two, because the few things that we did have in our weeks that would help kind of be markers of, like, what day it is Mm -hmm. are gone. I'm sure a lot of people are feeling like this right now. Probably even more so than us. Yes, yeah. But that I keep not knowing what day it is. And so, it's like, all day today, I kept, like, having these, like, mini panic attack moments where I would, like, all of a sudden think it was Saturday and that I hadn't, like gotten anything done yet mm-hmm. for Sunday dinner and hadn't gotten things finished put away like yeah I think that's probably one of the hardest things for me is that I'll spend I'll decide like I want to get these things done on Saturday to like be all ready for resting on Sunday and I'll get them like halfway done mm-hmm. and then it's like sitting all over like you know yeah. cleaned out my room and I need to put all these things away and they're sitting in our hallway now so now, I did make progress, and it was Maybe good that I Maybe you need to it, bite off less <laughs> I just on don't a Saturday. feel like there's... I don't feel like I'm... It's just normal stuff. Like, it, mm-hmm. it's just hard to fit it in anywhere. Yeah. And Sunday feels... I mean, Saturday feels easier than other days, because a lot of times, Chip has either Saturday or Sunday off. So if he's home on a Saturday, and... I don't know. It's just Saturdays just feel different. Yeah, I would agree with that. I kind of, we kind of try to keep our kids, I feel like we let our kids play with friends sometimes on Saturday, Mm -hmm. but we kind of tell them, like, it's not a good day to play because dads, even if our dad is working, other dads are home from work and families are trying to get things done and do things as well. And Yeah. um, So... Yeah, I'll get it, like, partway done, and then it's not finished, and then we go straight into dinner on Saturday night, and then we stop, like, working, and then I just have reminders sitting all around my house of, Mm -hmm. like, oh. Yeah. I really didn't want to put that away, though. Yeah. But, yeah. And so one thing that has been really helpful, a big game changer, though, for our Sundays is my grazing table. I know. Did I tell you that my kids convinced us to try it? I know. What? We're going to have to pick different things, but go ahead and explain it, and then I'll tell you what we're going to try. So, our grazing table, um, we usually have some sort of like a salon. So, this is in lieu of lunch, yes. just to clarify for people. So, for our kids, we do every Sunday morning when they first wake up, they are allowed to make cinnamon toast. Um, they are allowed to have toast every other day of the week when they first wake up, but on Sundays it gets to be cinnamon toast. Um, and then we sometimes have another, like, special type of breakfast if Chip's home, and sometimes we don't. Um, they're also allowed to make themselves an egg if they want to. The older ones are all make the little ones eggs Mm -hmm. if they want it. Um, and then... Around 11 o'clock, we set up a grazing table and have it open until 2. We were always doing a later... We were doing, like, a late breakfast, and then we were doing a late lunch, and it always felt frazzled to do the late lunch because 
then we're trying to get, especially for our house, because we have the two other families over after church for dinner. So it's not even like we can just eat a late lunch and then leave everything. Mm -hmm. We have to like get it all cleaned up and have our home ready for all these people to come straight into. So, um, we were usually doing pizza for lunch, which wasn't too hard and all the kids enjoyed, but it still just had to be timed perfectly, Mm -hmm. which especially with a new baby was hard at times. And especially if Chip was working and for all the many times we've gotten to go to church since the baby. (laughs) Just kidding. That was being funny since we've gone to church three times in the last 11 weeks. But, um, so with the grazing table, we put out, um, like a, like different salamis or meat stick type things, cheese, crackers, pita chips, hummus, um, like a variety of crackers. We'll have like, Costco has different like sweet potato crackers and, Mm -hmm. um, We've done the water table crackers. Um, We've done Ritz crackers, but usually we'll have multiple types Mm -hmm. out. Um, And then my kids like the little dill pickles and olives, and we usually have out uh, raw vegetables and different fruits, some dried fruits. Just any sort of nuts, any sort of like snacky things, but we put enough of them out that you're not having to use a whole bag of something. I feel like a lot of these things, if I were to try to give it to my kids as like a whole snack or something, mm-hmm. I'd have to give them so much of it that it would be gone really quickly. Yeah. Um, but they love things like dried cherries, dried apricots. Um, just, uh, pistachios. So how do you implement, like, if, if all of your kids love dried cherries, how do you implement, like, how much they can take of something? We basically put out different size bowls of things, Mm -hmm. depending on what the thing is. Um, so, like, pita chips will put out a bigger bowl dried cherries we'd put out a small bowl um and then we just tell our kids like don't be greedy take a few of the thing like each of the things and if you finish those like you can come back up and get a few more keep in mind like that everybody likes these and i mean basically everything that's out almost everybody likes everything obviously like each kid there's something that they probably don't like but it's not Enough that, But like, you don't, like, make them take some of everything. No, I do tell them they need to take some vegetables. But I don't say which type or... But my kids are pretty good about... Yeah, they like all those eating vegetables. Those, and we will put the ranch out, which we don't ever let them use ranch dressing for their vegetables. So I feel like it's these things that, like, make it special. Yeah. But because they... A, because they know they can anticipate it weekly. Mm -hmm. They don't feel like, oh, I have to eat this all right now. Mm -hmm. But it's also given me the freedom to get some of these more special things that might cost more and are a little bit more special and fancy. Normally, if I buy them, and then it's like, when do I use these and how long do we try to save these for? And this gives a very specific purpose to them. But then because we also are putting several special things out at once, it doesn't feel like, it doesn't feel like, oh, here's like a normal meal and we're just putting like these dill pickles you never get out and now they all want to take like 10 of them each. Right. Like... It, I feel like we haven't... I I didn't know how that was going to go, and I just sort of, like, well, we'll just see. Mm-hmm. But so far, we just kind of left it up to their discretion, and nobody has complained about not getting any... Like, not getting things. Yeah. Um, and you feel like they're filling up enough on that before... They haven't complained about it. I mean, we leave it out the whole three hours, and they are mm-hmm. able to snack on it the whole time. Um, 
just go up and get whatever they want whenever they want it. Probably Deke is the hardest to get him to fill up on it because mm-hmm. he doesn't love all the things and he's just... I mean, I feel like that's true whether it's a grazing table or any meal. If we're not, like, sitting him down and saying, like, you need to eat your food in your high chair. Yeah. If he's just, like, left to be at a table and get down whatever he wants, he's gonna, like, just not really yeah. eat well. Um, but... We've been trying to make sure that we kind of sit with him and make sure he gets some food in. And then we're we're a little... We're, we've decided for him, we'll pack up some bags of snacks and bring it to church, knowing that we're making a choice to do something that he probably will get hungry. And mm-hmm. um, so our other kids aren't allowed to have snacks at church. Or the mean mom and dad of the church... But, we um, don't do snacks either. Do you not? I don't know which mm-hmm. parents do. And which I guess don't, we but, don't sit by you. But yeah, but I do feel like a lot of... We used to, but we don't do snacks anymore. Yeah. The more Tim kids you get that off. and the older they get, and you're kind of like... When you have like six people whisper, trying to whisper like, is it snack time yet? Can we have our snack And then snack they're getting now? it out and it doesn't matter what thing you try to choose that you think will yes. be messy yeah. and there's crumbs everywhere, like no matter what yes. it is. And yeah, it just. Mm-hmm. So that's why it feels like really important to me to like super fill up my kids. Right. That, but yeah. Right. And so I, I'm very intentional that at, when we're getting ready to pack it away that like I do like okay this is the last call for food like if you're hungry you need to come up and eat more Mm -hmm. remind them so that it's not like I'm putting everything away and they're like oh but I'm still hungry and I'm trying to get the you know um so but so far it's it seems to have gone well and it's kind of conducive for playing games and stuff, mm-hmm. too, because they can just have little plates. Or I think my kids want us to do it just because your kids love it so much and make a big deal of it. So I'm trying to think like, and get creative with, like, what things they'll really want. It's one of those things that I feel like even, I mean, I don't know how many of your kids, like, like, some of the snacks that you don't want them to have regularly, but, like, Nutri-Grain bars or where you can open the packages and you can cut them into, like, mm-hmm. smaller pieces yeah. and have them out. And, like, it's been fun because you can kind of make it pretty without it having to be, like... Yeah. It, there's just something about, like, an assortment of foods being mm-hmm. out that just is yeah. pretty. Like, it's yeah. a reflection of this bounty that God is, like, giving and us. And the variety and... Um, I more so feel like there's not one thing all of my kids like, so I'm more so worried that, like, one kid is just going to want to only eat blank, and one kid's just going to want to only eat... They probably overlap, though. In some, yeah, but I'm just nervous about them being able to fill up if they Mm -hmm. only get... The only thing they like is dried mango, so they only get two pieces of dried mango. Yeah. It just feels like, you know, but we'll see. We'll see how it goes. And you might have to... You might have to decide some things that you know maybe they don't love, but they like okay. Like, yeah, to make them. I know that some of your kids like cheese and some of them don't. So, yeah. But the ones that do, maybe say, like, you have to take half of a string cheese. Yeah. And the one that, ones that don't, like, have something different that it's like, you, you could require, like, you need to start with these three things on your plate that doesn't have to be a lot or overwhelming to them, and then they can, like, pick <clears throat> some of the what they see as being fun. Mm -hmm. The other thing I would encourage you to do is put out things because it's like in small amounts, like try different things that you don't know your kids like or don't like, or you don't think that any of them like it, but because you're just putting out a little bit and you're not relying on that being, that's like the beauty of it. Yes. Like put out 20 different things, like, Yes, and I feel only like they two are of them like this thing and only two of them like this thing, but eventually that you think they get more adventurous in what they'll try and Yeah, and especially if they know that they just can take one and try it and You need to take a picture of your grazing table on Sunday so we can I've got pictures of it. Oh. We take pictures almost every week just because it's Oh, fun. we can post one with the episode tomorrow. Yeah. Wow. 
Look Word. at that. Look at us getting so... I mean, I shouldn't say I've got, like... I think I've got two or three different weeks okay. of them. Um, so, another ask. So, that's your, like, grazing table on Sunday. Yes. Another th- thing that we both have done on and off over time is Sabbath dinners. Mm-hmm. Um, that has been something that I know has been... Harder for you to be, like, figuring out just because of Chip's work schedule and, like, never... Right. It's, again, one of those things that feels... Feels like something... Easier to do when he's going to be home for dinner, but right. he's not. Yes. I'm like, do we go the full, like, get out the china, do the full yeah. thing when he's going to be gone or not? Right. Um, so we, we do that on Saturday nights, and basically... <laughs> Tim has these, I'm realizing, Tim has these, like, random catchphrase things he says about a lot of things that, I don't know that I ever realized this about him before, <laughs> but, like, I say these things and I'm like, wow, that's, that's, like, a thing that, like, I could start it and my kids are, would finish it, oh, like, yeah. and... His thing he says, like, all day on Saturday is work hard, play hard. And he says it, like, over and over. And it's like, we're working really hard on Saturday so that once we get to Saturday night, it's, like, our celebration. And then we get to, like, play hard and, like, the evening into the next day. And But anyway. Yeah. So Saturdays are work hard, play hard day. And we, like, spend the morning and the afternoon working really hard, whether that's my kids are allowed. We talked about this last week. Yeah, the chores. Allowed to do chores. We try to get, like, projects done. We try to, like, do extra things. We try to get our house cleaned. I I usually start um, bread in the bread maker for Chala slash Hala, depending on how you want to say that. Bread that we make for Sabbath dinners, and then usually I'm making working on stuff for dinner and then we have like a more formal sometimes sit down dinner of for our sabbath dinners sometimes we invite people to and sometimes it's just us we let our kids have the bread and then they get sparkling cider and plastic wine glasses and it's just more of a special meal than like the typical meal um We've tried to start implementing only having desserts and treats on the obviously unless it's like a birthday or something, but that that's like a more special where we would have a dessert after dinner um, and then try to just be more intentional about having it be a more celebration more than the typical right family dinner would be. Yeah, and we. We have slowly started to do something similar. I think that one of the things that does make me the most happy, and which is so kind of silly, but we've had this set of china ever since our wedding that we both really like. We still really like it. I mm-hmm. feel like that can be rare that whatever you mm-hmm. picked out, you still really like, but we still really like it, but we were never using it. Mm-hmm. And... Um, feels hard to use china when you have nine kids like when would there be a good time for that but the cool thing which is like it feels extra cool is because i i never would have it's one of those things that feels like why did this happen in the first place why did we feel like this was necessary way back when we got married and we thought we wanted to have three maybe four kids Mm mm-hmm we had gotten a lot of the sets of our china. I think we registered for 12 sets of china. And we got, I don't know, close to that, but not quite all of them. And we went into the store to look at some of the other things on our registry and decide if we were going to buy like buy the rest of our china to make it the complete set. And mm-hmm. we found the same china that we'd gotten all these individuals mm-hmm. like set place settings of that they had the boxes of it which were eight place settings plus a platter and a serving bowl mm-hmm. and it was like they were significantly cheaper and they were having this huge sale on them so we were able to return all the sets of china that we got 
And we, this is the part that's strange. Instead of just getting one, instead of just deciding like, yeah, 12 was like more than we'd really need anyway. We'll just get one box of eight place mm-hmm. settings. We decided to buy two. So we have 16 place settings of our china, mm. which just feels like, why would you ever, when yeah. you're like 19 and right. be yeah. like, yeah, we probably need 16 place settings yeah. of this. But we got 16 place settings and it was, the the china we returned was so much more expensive mm-hmm. that we got like $400 worth of a gift card wow. back also. So it's been fun because we, it's not like we just barely have enough of our china and we're trying to like right. make it work. Yeah. It's like we've got 16 full dinner plates and 16 salad plates and 16 bowls and yeah, we use the salad plates for the little kids at this point. So mm-hmm. we've even had enough at Christmas time. We do a, we host a brown town dinner and we've been able to, mm-hmm. although I guess the little kids we gave fancy plastic plates to this year. <laughs> We're not risking this, that we trying kinda, to get broken. We do it enough. on the concrete floor of the basement. Yeah. So. Yeah. But, yeah, so we've we've enjoyed um, doing similar, similar. And just trying to bring just an environment of celebration and joy for... And it's hard because... We do these things that are a little bit more luxurious and, but I think God is reminding us through all of what's going on right now that we could have water and rice and beans and we need to mm-hmm. have that same celebratory mm-hmm. attitude yeah. about, and that we could still find special things, special like things, ways to make it feel special and different mm-hmm. and set apart that don't have to be right. expensive. And it honestly or, just comes down to like our hearts and what type of attitude they're having. And I think that honestly, that is like what is what we try to portray to our kids more than anything else that we have extra joyful hearts not extra like stressed out because we didn't get the bread done or we didn't like we have so much stuff to do so we're frantically running around like that's not what that's not the goal of why we would do a sabbath dinner is not just to make more work so we're more have more to do and we're more stressed out it's kind of like when you like take kids on a vacation when you have this many kids it's actually like more work right. to take kids on a vacation, and it's not like you come home like. Oh, that was so refreshing. Right, but it was refreshing in certain ways. Right. Just not, yes, and it's not it's, in the ways that it might have used to have been. Yeah. But you can even go. I mean, it could be as something as simple as you've got a bunch of dandelions growing in your yard, and so you pick one and put it at everyone's place. You You would be surprised at how much your kids pick up on your attitude towards why this is a different than a normal meal. Right. There's also a lot of ways to make little differences and to make things special that don't have to cost any extra money. Mm -hmm. Yeah. um, So, yeah. We've, We've been enjoying that and... Yeah. It's something that has been fun to learn what we like, what we like to do, what we don't like to do, what works for our family and doesn't work for our family. And and it's just kind of been something that we feel like we'll continue to grow and, and figuring out. And like we said out. at the beginning, the important part, the principle we're basing all of this off of is that God did command for us to keep the Sabbath holy and in that principle what we see and what our reasoning behind it is that we we believe he didn't do that as a punishment towards us right. but as a gift toward to us yes and that we're able then to um just have like have there's refreshment that comes and there's mm-hmm. it it does um being being given a time to step back from your work mm-hmm. makes it does refresh you to want to dive yes. into your work again yes um 
And it motivates me through the week to be working extra hard to look forward to the joy that the Sabbath will be at the right. end of the week. Yes. So it kind of works both ways, um, giving motivation for what's to come and also then giving refreshment so that you can dive back into the next week. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, we would say none of the the figuring out what it looks like for our families. We're not saying that there isn't going to be some amount of conviction for different people on what they feel should or shouldn't be included right. in that time. Um, but what we do is just what we have figured out thus far that works for us. But it's not like this is the only way. There's to- actually nothing like in the Bible that's like, you must have a Sabbath dinner. With sparkling cider and china. (laughs) Why'd you just call it china? (laughs) I don't know if anyone else is gonna pick up on that, but if they don't, they need to start paying attention. What else happened this week? What did we get in the mail? Oh, a camera. Are you going to make this go even longer? No. We haven't hit the hour mark. We haven't hit the hour. And Crystal will be real mad at us if we don't go the full hour. I know. This can be short and sweet. Yeah, we got a camera. A video camera. One step closer to our YouTube channel. One step. Might still be a long way away, but... Yeah, we don't really know. We're... Again, this is definitely something when we've talked about why we would even be doing this is we feel like we have really normal lives. <laughs> whatever whatever you're living is normal. your normal, right. is your normal, and you don't yes. really think about it and you just do it. Right. But we also have enough people at different times remind us that our lives aren't what the majority of people are experiencing and we find that there's some level of interest and um, although it may just be really boring yeah we might not be able to capture we feel like it's boring so there isn't, we're, we always we're not kind of wonder, of, like, why are you interested in our lives? Like, we're just, we just are taking care of kids and... There are these certain moments where I look out at, like, whatever we're doing and think, this is so weird. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes. it's like these small glimpses yes, I would of time where I'm, like... it's not like, all the time. Right, I feel like yes, I know. Think that's, like, all the time. But that's where it's hard, it's really hard for us to be able to measure... Mm-hmm. How much of this are other people also going to be like, yeah, that is boring. I like right. your life is pretty normal. Mm-hmm. And how much are they going to say, look at the things we feel like are normal and boring and be like, no, that's like fascinating. And that's not boring at all. And hopefully so we people will really give know. us feedback on that. Yeah, because- we don't know. And so our main points are to allow people who have seen seemed interested and curious to have a glimpse into what our lives look like right hopefully in that encouraging people to our goal in life is to be being obedient to our king and raising up children who know and love Mm -hmm. and serve the lord also Mm -hmm. and encourage each other as friends and other families to do that as well right that's how we're trying to live life. So our goal in sharing that with others would be to encourage people even outside of our close friends right. to to do the same. And that doesn't not, mean it has to look the same way that And we're not ours looks. And we're not it's we're not saying, Well, we've got this figured out and we're like No. No doing this. It's the opposite of what we're, we're doing saying. This perfectly, so why don't you watch it comedy? What we're saying is second Corinthians nine twelve, I think, where his power is made perfect in our weakness because that's what we're saying is that we don't know what we're doing and we still have to lay down our days, moments, minutes before him 
so he can lead us in these things. Because yes. we surely don't have it figured out. No. People ask me some things now, even things about, like, questions about, you know, what do you do for your baby when blah, blah, blah. And while I do have some ideas sometimes, there are other times where I'm like, I feel way less confident to try to answer your question about this now on my ninth baby than I would have on like yes after having my second baby when I thought I had it all figured out like yeah now that I've actually been a mom to nine different people who have their different quirks and personalities and preferences about things like yeah it definitely doesn't make me feel I'm like most often my answer is going to be well you're going to have to figure that out for Right. You and your kid, your husband and your family and... Yep. Um, but that goes for practical everyday living stuff, but it also goes for how to be obedient and live out trying to share the gospel and yeah, what that looks like. And um, so that's our... Our goal not to be like, I don't know. We're not going to be professional in that either, I guess is what I'm saying. <laughs> not you, that you would have expected You know that. the professional level we've done with a podcast, so just imagine carrying that over to the video. <laughs> and it's going to be real special. Hopefully you can bear it. Um, That's it. Else? That's all I got. No. Yeah. Ready to go put some kids to bed. Yep. I told my kids they had to go home after the movie this time, so we'll see. If they did. Yeah. But. All right. Well. Peace out, yo. Goodbye.